And open your Bibles again to Isaiah 46. I absolutely love this passage of Scripture. I'm telling you, this is an amazing passage of Scripture. We'll reference it again in the message. In just a few minutes, I want to preach this evening on the subject, things we must remember. Now, I want everybody to get a Bible, if you will. Make sure everybody has a Bible where you can see a Bible. And I want you to see the many verses that we're going to look at tonight and the importance of things that we must remember. Things we must remember. It's important that we read the Bible every day so we put the right things in our minds. It's important that we attend Sunday school and go to church Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night so we put the right things in our mind. I'm only going to give you a sampling, a sampling of the things the Bible tells us to remember, but it will be enough things to get our attention, I pray, to understand there's a lot of things to remember in serving the Lord. And it's important that we do. Understand this, whoever controls or whatever controls your mind controls your life. Whatever controls your mind controls your life. And it's important that we work to control our minds. Let's pray, and I'll get into the message tonight. Heavenly Father, I'm very excited about preaching the message tonight. I love the Word of God. I love its instruction. I love, Lord, when it encourages me. I love when it challenges me. I love when it corrects me, when it reproves me, when it rebukes me. Because, Lord, I, I, I feel like the only way I can be pleasing to you is to go through that process of reading your word and spending time with you so I can be encouraged and instructed, rebuked, and Lord, reproved. I need that in my life. And I pray that you'd help me as I preach. Help us to see every truth in the verses for the message tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. It's interesting as you go throughout the Bible, you find the reminders to remember uh, the reminders to remember important spiritual truths and not only uh, reminders to remember, but he also gives us warnings to not forget. So he gives it to us in a positive form and a negative form. He said, I want you to remember these things and I want to warn you, don't forget these things. May I say tonight, it takes character to remember and not forget. It takes decision to remember and not forget. It takes work to remember and not forget. It takes the accepting of personal responsibility to remember the right and spiritual things and not to forget. I contend that there are some spiritual truths that need to be not only lodged in our minds but kept on our minds in memory because these are the things that keep us sane and keep us serving God. I believe the things that we put in our mind, are you with me tonight? The things that we put in our mind, they keep us sane. This is the truth in Isaiah 46 that keeps us sane and keeps us serving God. Sunday reminds us of this importance. We come to church and we get reminded of the right things. We put the right things on our mind and prayerfully they stay on our mind throughout the week. I've made several visits uh, in the last few weeks and our uh, staff uh, make visits every single day and much more than I. And I get reports of most everybody in our church, whether they attend or not, uh, folks that are not able to attend church. And I uh, pray for them and I step with them every week. And there are some folks in our church, they're struggling with a bit of dementia. 
and their short-term memory is not good. They struggle with their mind, and it's a, it's a sad thing. They're, they're frustrated about that. I was talking to one of our good, faithful men, soul winner, and he's not able to come to church anymore uh, because of health reasons, and he, and he can't remember. And I say that to say this. Look at me. Remember while you can. Use your mind while you have a mind to remember. Here's what Solomon says in Ecclesiastes 12.1. Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Now to our text passage of Scripture. Our text passage is one of those reminders that we keep on our mind that God is in control. Let me just give you a synopsis of a few chapters. Uh, chapters 45 through 48 deal with the overthrow of Babylon. Now stay with me. One of the major themes is, I am the Lord and there is none else. I am the Lord and there is none else. Some may think they're in control, but God's in control. The media may think they're in control, but God's in control. The Democrat Party or the Republican Party may think they're in control and they talk about battle for control. I got news for them. Neither one of them will be in control. God is in control. Take your Bibles and go with me to Isaiah chapter 45. And notice what he says here in verse number 5. Isaiah 45, 5. I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. Notice in verse number 6. That they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is none else. Look at verse number 14. Thus saith the Lord, the labor of Egypt and merchandise of Ethiopia and the Sabaeans, men of stature, shall come over unto thee and they shall be thine. They shall come after thee and chains they shall come over and they shall fall down unto thee. They shall make supplication unto thee saying, surely God is in thee. And here it is again, and there is none else. There is no God. Notice he says that again. Go to verse number 21, uh, same chapter. Tell ye and bring them uh, near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look at the end of verse number 22. For I am God and there is none else. It was worth your coming to church tonight, not only to have in your mind, but to put on your mind, God is in control. We sometimes, we read and we listen to news and we become short-sighted and we become filled with fear. And God puts everything in perspective when we remember that God is in control. When you come to chapter 46, God talks about the false gods of the world. And it's interesting, and I want to read through these again. I want you to look at verse number 5. To whom will ye liken me and make me equal and compare me that we may be like or that we may be alike? Notice this. They lavish gold out of the bag 
and weigh silver in the balance and hire a goldsmith and he maketh it a god. The goldsmith takes gold and silver and makes a god. They fall down, yea, they worship. They bear him upon the shoulder. I'd hate to have a god that I had to carry. I'm, I'm glad I have a God that carries me through the valley. He'll carry you from the womb to the tomb. That's who my God is. Then it says, they carry him and set him in his place. And he standeth from his place, shall he not remove? Yea, one shall cry unto him, yet can he not answer nor save him out of his trouble Here's the word. Remember this and show yourselves men. Bring it again to mind, all ye transgressors. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. What a sad thing that the enemy of God and the enemy of the people of God, the Babylonians, they made their gods out of gold and silver and then they set their gods up and then they got on their knees and they worshipped their gods and they cried to their gods when they got finished. They had to pick their gods up and carry them. I want to say again, I'm glad I have a God that carries me. I don't want a God that I have to carry. And he says, I want you to remember this. And as we go through the word of God, we find again and again and again things that you and I are supposed to remember. I dare say Memorial Day for the average person is nothing more than a picnic and a party. Very few take time to remember. I use this as an opportunity tonight to preach to us and say there are things that we're supposed to remember. There are things that we're supposed to recall. There are things that we're supposed to put in our minds and keep on our minds because what is on our mind controls our behavior and he who has control of our mind has control of our life. I want to give you several things tonight that we need to keep in memory. Uh, Peter tells us, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind and be sober. Now, here's what the world says. The world says, be a free thinker. Be a free thinker. Let your mind think. Well, I want to tell you that your heart is deceitfully wicked and your heart will lead you into thinking imaginations that are not only vain, but that are wicked. We live in a world today where folks are controlled by their imaginations and opinion are more important than truth. But God tells us to gird up the loins of our minds and to control our thinking, not to be drunken or out of control, but to control, be sober in our thinking. I want, to take, I want you to take your Bibles and go to the book of Deuteronomy. Just go to the book of Deuteronomy. Let's begin there in chapter 4. The book of Deuteronomy is a, a tremendous book, and I'm not going to go through an outline of the book of Deuteronomy, but the, but the children of Israel are about to go into the land of Canaan. It is the land flowing with milk and honey, and the book of Deuteronomy is somewhat their constitution, is somewhat their declaration of independence of them as a nation. God says, boy, if you'd listen to me, I'll help you tonight. 
if you listen to me, I'll help you. He said, when you go into this land, there's some things I want you to put on your mind. I want you to keep on your mind and it will help to guide you. It will help to guard you in life. Look at these verses in Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse number 9. Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen. Now what have they seen? Well, they'd seen God provide for them in the wilderness. They'd seen God provide for them across the Red Sea. They'd seen God provide for them clothes and, and uh, water and uh, had seen God care for them and protect them uh, from the diseases and from the disasters of enemies that they would face in the wilderness. He said, don't forget that. Hey folks, listen to me. Don't forget where God brought you from. Don't forget what God brought you through. If you'll remember what God brought you from and what God has brought you through, it'll help you to have the right attitude. It'll help you to have the right actions in your life today. We have to control our thinking. You understand the devil in one way or the other is after our minds. He wants to control our thinking. And he really doesn't care if it's not sinful just so it's not spiritual because when you think spiritual, you're going to behave spiritual. Let's go back to these verses here and let's go to verse number 10. Especially the day that thou stoodest before the Lord uh, thy God in Horeb. Now this was the day of commitment to God. Look at it. When the Lord said unto me, gather me the people together and I will make them hear my words and they may learn to hear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth and that they may teach their children. And ye came near and stood under the mountain and the mountain burned with fire unto the midst of heaven with darkness, clouds and thick darkness. And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of the words but saw no multitude, only you heard a voice. He said, don't forget your commitment at Mount Horeb when you said you will follow me. Let's just walk through some of the verses in Deuteronomy. Go to chapter 5 and verse number 15. Deuteronomy 5 and verse number 15. And the Bible says this, and remember, folks, we're to control our mind. The purpose of my preaching tonight is to say you can't let your mind wander. You can't let your mind be out of control, but we need to think soberly. We need to think righteously and spiritually. Here's what the Bible says, Deuteronomy 5.15. And remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt. Remember that. Could we pause just for a moment to remember the day before your salvation? Do you remember the burden of sin? Do you remember the guilt and shame of sin? Do you remember the fear that you had of dying and going to a devil's hell? Do you remember that you could not sleep in the night? You could not enjoy the day because of the convicting work of the Holy Spirit. And then that day came and that time came that you put your faith and trust in Christ and He delivered you from your sin. Your name was written down in the Lamb's book of life. Remember when He brought you out of Egypt. That's what He's saying. And that the Lord thy God brought thee out hence, uh, thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath. Why? Now what did that have to do with Him delivering us? Because the Sabbath day, the purpose of that is to remind us that God set us free. That's why you need to go to church to keep putting in your mind spiritual things. 
And tonight, if all we do is get reminded of something that we already know and we get on our mind what's in our mind, it's worth our being here. He said, go to the Sabbath day. Be faithful to the worship that you can remember the day that I set you free. Take your Bibles and go to the next chapter. Go to chapter 7. Chapter 7 and verse number 18. Chapter 7 and verse number 18. We have another reminder. Another reminder. How many of you use reminders when you go to the store? Reminders when you... How many of you make a morning work list as a reminder? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't always remember where I put it, but I, 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 I make reminders. And it's important. And the book is a book of reminders. Here's another one. Chapter 7. Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shall well remember what the Lord did unto Pharaoh and to all Egypt. Remember what God did to Pharaoh? Remember what God did to all of Egypt? So don't be afraid of what you face today. Don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Live in faith. Go to chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. And again and again. I mean, this is like talking to your mama when you're a little boy. Now, son, don't forget this. And son, don't forget that. And son, make sure you remember this. And make sure you remember that. And God teaches us and God tells us and God <clears throat> reminds us of things that we must remember. Chapter 8, verse number 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments. Sometimes we go through times of difficulty and it challenges our faith. Sometimes we go through times of prosperity and God challenges our faith. Will we still be faithful to Him in times of prosperity? Will we be faithful to Him in times of difficulty? He said, remember those trials. And if God was testing you then, perhaps it's a test you're in today. You don't want to fail. And when you remember, it helps you to succeed today. Take your Bibles and go to chapter 9. Chapter 9. And I'm just giving you a few of these. There are a multitude of them just in the book of Deuteronomy. Remember, this Memorial Day, there are things to remember. We remember our freedom and the price of our freedom and the purpose of our freedom. Our forefathers came to spread the gospel of Christianity. Our forefathers came to get away from the persecution and to come and worship with a free heart and spirit and take this Bible that we have here and to live by it and to love it and to preach it and to teach it. That's the purpose of our coming. That's what we're supposed to remember. We we read the Bible and it reminds us again and again of things that we should not forget. Chapter 9, verse number 7. Is that where we are? Is that what I gave you? Chapter 9, verse number 7. Remember and forget not how thou provokest the Lord thy God to wrath in the wilderness from the day that thou didst depart out of the land of Egypt until you come into this place, you have been rebellious against the Lord. Uh, this reminds me of sort of sitting around the kitchen table uh, when all the family is there, maybe for a holiday or a special time. Everybody gets together and we start talking about, boy, you remember when you did that? Boy, you got in big, big trouble that time, didn't you? You remember when you broke that thing that belonged to... Uh, you, 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 he said, remember when you made God mad. You know why you should remember that? Are you listening to me? You know why you should remember that? Don't do it again. 
That's what he's saying. He's saying, don't do that again. If you angered God and God punished you, don't do that again. Remember what caused you to get in trouble. Go to chapter 9, verse number 27. Here's a good one. Remember thy servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now look at this. Remember thy servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then he says, Look not unto the stubbornness of this people, nor to their wickedness, nor to their sin. Let me, let me give you a modern day translation of that. Look at people that are doing right and let them be your example instead of the rebels on Facebook that are against the will of God and they're walking away in misery from doing what's right. Don't let them be your example. Let those that are doing right be your example. That's what he's saying right here. Go to chapter 24. I'm going to skip a bunch. Chapter 24, Deuteronomy. Another reminder. Another reminder. If you tie a string around your finger for every time in the book of Deuteronomy, he says, don't forget get or he says remember you'd be tied up from head to toe because it reminds us he reminds us we're forgetful people so he put it in his book he wrote it down he told us to remind one another and ourselves Deuteronomy 24 9 remember what the Lord thy God did unto Miriam by the way after that you were come forth out of Egypt you know what she did Moses made a mistake he did wrong but rather than letting God deal with it, Miriam publicly criticized the man of God. She got leprosy as a result of that. And you know why we need to be reminded of that? Let God take care of his servants. We need not be critics and gossips. We ought to be people that's working to help somebody up, not to step on somebody who's fallen down. And Moses did make a mistake. And Miriam was right, but she was wrong in her condemnation public and, and public criticism of Moses. Chapter 24, verse number 18. And this very statement is repeated at least ten times in the book of Deuteronomy alone. But thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in Egypt. There's no room for pride in the Christian life. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Go to chapter 32. Let's look at one more. Deuteronomy 32 and verse number 7. Remember the days of old. You know what he's saying to the woke crowd? You need to remember history, not deny it. You need to remember where you came from. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father and he will show thee thy elders and they will tell thee. You know what Josiah did and that line or that lineage of kings and the nation of Israel and then the divided nation. You know what Josiah did? He read this verse right here and he said as the Bible says remember the days of old and he looked back at the king that had been blessed of God. He looked back at the kings that had brought judgment on the nation because of their sin. He said, I'm going to be like my father. And a, 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 a reference would be more like a forefather. It wasn't his dad, but it was his forefather. He said, because of the days of old, I'm going to be like David and I'm going to copy David. I'm going to do what David did. And he obeyed this verse and America needs to look back to see when it was blessed and if we're remember what brought the blessings maybe rather than kicking out the Bible we kick out the drag queens and bring the Bible back maybe that uh, rather than bringing in the filth of the world we bring back the Ten Commandments and put those back in the schools and realize the days of old were the better days we need to get back to the truths of the Bible see what remembering does for us 
It takes us away from our feelings, takes us away from our opinions. He did not say, forget the days of old, but he said to remember them. Now, the key to sanity and service in the Christian life is to keep our minds focused on the right things. Satan is constantly working to get our minds, to get our minds on self, to get our minds on sin, to get our mind on senseless things so that we behave like the world. Here's what Solomon said, Proverbs chapter 3, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. I'm going to give you a list of things that I've jotted down as highlights of memories. And I'm not talking about events. I'm talking about truths in the Bible. First of all, don't ever forget God created us. You're not an accident. You're God's creation. Every baby is God giving that child life. I'm a little tired of government thinking that they are God. They're not God. God is the giver of life. He's the creator of mankind. Not only is He the creator, He has created all things for Him. I want you to take your Bibles and go to Colossians chapter 1. We're looking at a lot of verses tonight, but I want you to see these things in the Bible is just a book of reminders. It's a book of truths, and then if it's not teaching us a truth, it's reminding us of a truth or illustrating a truth, giving an example of truth, making an application of a truth so that we remember to follow the Word of God. Understand this, he who controls our mind controls our life. What controls our thinking controls our behavior. Look at Colossians chapter 1. The Bible says in verse number 16, For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by Him. And all God's children says, Amen. Yes, we believe God's a creator. But He didn't just say by Him. It says for Him. I wasn't made for me. I was made for Him was made to please Him. Don't ever forget that God made us and God made us for Him. Take your Bible and go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Everybody look at this verse. I want to show you something. 2 Corinthians 5, look at verse number 20. Young people, look at verse number 20. Mom and dad, grandparents, look at verse number 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be you reconciled to God. Now, am I an ambassador on Sunday only? No, I am an ambassador of Christ. I'm not the ambassador of a rock band. I'm not the ambassador of the tattoo club. I'm not the ambassador of the devil. Hello! I'm the ambassador of Christ. So as I go into the world tomorrow, I am representing Christ to the world. My attitude, my actions, my looks, 
my behavior. Now that's either in the Bible and it's a truth or it isn't. You and I ought to live our lives. It breaks my heart to see how God is treated, how that sometimes we live life because we say, well, that's the rule, that's the rule. Can I tell you something? Rules we have in school and college and for leadership in the Bible, those are not just to, to, uh, to put on a uniform like we're on a baseball team. We're ambassadors of Christ in June and July and August and January. I'm to be reminded I serve the King. I serve the King and I represent Him to a lost and dying world. I don't want the world to mistake me for somebody that's unsaved. I went Friday with my family to a Japanese restaurant. I'd only been one other time. But this time we, we, we sat down at a table where they you're not supposed to play with your food, but we paid that guy to play with our food when he cooked it. How many of you ever eaten at one of those Japanese places like that? Brother Tyra told me one time, he said, Preacher, I want to take you out to eat. And he said, I want to take you to, the place, to a place where they fix the food right in front of you. I said, okay. And he took me to Subway. <laughs> but, I went, but I went to a Japanese restaurant. And, and, and I didn't know it, but, but if there's extra room, they sit people at that, same, at that same table. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable, people I, I didn't know that were sitting there. And I felt uncomfortable for them. And I introduced myself, and I told them from the beginning, I'm, I'm a Baptist preacher. Now, that didn't impress them, but it did, it did bother them a bit. And I said, I'm sorry that you have to have lunch with a Baptist preacher and a crying baby. And I asked him in the beginning, I said, you, you, you folks don't drink, do you? Because I, I don't, I don't want to set a table with alcohol. Oh, no, no, we don't drink. At least that day they didn't. And as they began to bring our food, I said, it's all right if I pray. Oh, sure, Pastor, we're, we're glad. I found out they both went to church when they were children growing up. They hadn't been in church in a long time. No doubt a divine appointment. God put them there. Their flight that day out had been canceled, and they came to that restaurant instead. That's why God put me there. Are you listening to me? I'm an ambassador. You're an ambassador of Christ. We are an ambassador. I've got to go on. I've got 14 more points and I have 35 seconds, so if I give it three seconds each one, let me give you these things and I'm finished. Let me remind you. We have within us a living soul that will live for all eternity. Either in heaven or in hell. Both are real places. Neither are imaginations. They're real. Revelation 20, verse number 15, Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. You need to be reminded that church is more than a place of fellowship, though it is a place of fellowship. Church is more than a, just a family get-together, though it is that. Church is a place we must be reminded there is a literal heaven and there is a literal hell. And you're going to live for all eternity in one of those two places. And only those that receive Christ as Savior go to heaven. Those that reject Christ as Savior must go to hell for all eternity. I don't like that. But that's the truth. That's the Word of God. Death is certain for all of us. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. 
We will give an account to God. One day I'll stand before God as a Christian as to how I've run my race. 2 Corinthians 5.11 Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. We persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. And I trust also are manifest in your conscience. I want to remind you tonight, Jesus is the only way to heaven. We don't go to heaven by way of the church. We don't go to heaven by way of feelings or emotion. We don't go to heaven by becoming a member of the church. We go to heaven by trusting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life and he that believeth not the son shall not see life but the wrath of God abideth on him I'll give you this and I'm finished tonight Jesus is coming again <laughs> he's coming again it may be tonight it may be this week Jesus is coming again stand with me if you will Matthew 24 36 but of that day and hour knoweth no man know not the angels of heaven but my father only First Thessalonians 4.16 For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise at first. John 14.3 If I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also. Revelation 1.8 I am Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end saith the Lord which is which was and which is to come Jesus is coming again. From the time I recall growing older as a teenager, I was constantly reminded by my parents, don't forget this. Don't forget this. Get your lunch. Did you get your shoes? I usually had more trouble with shoes than lunch. I didn't forget that. As I live for Christ, I'm constantly reminded... Put this in your mind and think on this. Think on these things. Remember. Heavenly Father, 